slinging pawns at a B&B when he had an epiphany. And they complained about time too, about not playing D&D. It was free for all, and I heard him say he bought my Borderlands. But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick, cause you're incapable hands. Hello there. It's been a while. Well, no, actually, it hasn't been a while. It feels like it's been a while because I've just spent the previous month putting out an episode a day. And when I say putting out, I mean actually, you know, recording them on the day, putting them together and putting them out. And I've got into something of a rhythm there. So it probably feels longer for me than it does for you, which is quite apt. Because in some ways, this episode is about the passing of time. Certainly to begin with, because I've spent the last month putting out episode focused on RPGs, and that's debatable, but I wanted to talk about something else that I did recently, something I haven't done for a long time, something that we all haven't done for a long time, and that is go to the cinema. I'm going to talk about the film I saw, but there will not be any spoilers here, I assure you. Now, this may not have been such a momentous event for me as it might be for those of us who are more frequent cinema goers. As you know, I used to be a projectionist. I spent almost 20 years of my life showing films. And as a result, when I had a day off, I didn't want to go to the cinema. But I do love films. Um, Also, four years ago, I had a baby daughter, and as anybody who's got young children knows, things like going out to the cinema become a rarity. So in recent years, I've become accustomed to not going to the cinema for long periods of time. But I went to see Tenet. As I say, there's no spoilers here. Um, I will say that I had a good time. I'm not so convinced that everybody that goes to see this film is going to have a good time. This might not be Nolan's best film, but it's certainly the most Nolan. And as with all Nolan films, it is about time in one respect or another. I say all Nolan's films, I think we can exclude the Batman films from that. All his other films are very much about time. And they're, in a lot of ways, they're very much about film, the process of filmmaking as well. Um, and when I say it's the most Nolan film... It has all the things that Nolan films are known for, both positive and negative. And uh, I suppose there are a few things you probably need to know about me and my taste in movies. I do like a puzzle of a film. I do like a film that stays with you after the credits roll. I do like a film that might take some time to appreciate much like leaving open a bottle of wine before you drink it and I do like movies that are quite often better on a second viewing what is interesting about the film is the the aspect of it that is potentially the most confusing is actually one of the simpler elements of the film Nolan's very good at 
explaining complex ideas in quite simple terms and he does that very successfully here. However, what isn't quite as clear is the sort of convoluted elements, the more sort of espionage stuff that's going on around the more sciencey stuff. You know, I think that very much comes from Nolan's obvious love of film noir. You think about films like The Big Sleep, it's got a very convoluted plot, but by the same token, the plot is not really important. What's important is how the characters are behaving, how they're interacting, what they're getting up to, what they're prepared to do. And in some ways that's true here. A lot of people have already criticised the film because of the sound mixing. Exposition is very difficult to hear due to the soundtrack or background noise. The fact that people are wearing masks or talking to each other through walkie-talkies, stuff like that. Which I think is by design. Nolan's known for doing this sort of stuff. And I think what you do get with Christopher Nolan films is you get to see the film that he wanted to make. And if you perceive that there are faults there or it is in some way unsatisfying, that is not a mistake in the making of the film. I firmly believe that you get what he wants you to see. The reason a lot of the exposition is difficult to hear, I think, is because it's not very important. What I think is a problem here is understanding character motivation or the fact that character motivation is the weak element. You know, that is where the film falls down for me, at least. What we know about the characters is quite superficial. And, you know, the emotional heart of the film, Nolan's often criticised for being quite cold, for, for having quite cold characters. Often all the emotional elements are given over to one female character. She is responsible for being the emotional heart of the film, and that is very much what happens here. Uh, getting back to the good stuff, as with all other Nolan films, it looks fantastic on screen. The reliance on practical effects, the distinct absence of CGI, and the fact that you will see things here that you have never before seen in a film. That, for me, that is what Nolan brings to cinema, really. That is what I appreciate about what he does. And I can certainly understand why he waited for it to be released on the big screen, because I think it certainly should be seen, at least the first time you watch it, it should be seen on a big screen. And, uh, well, that's about that, because if I keep talking, I'm going to end up spoiling something. Or boring the hell out of you, probably. So I guess that's a wrap.